All right, everybody. It is nine o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speaks. I am really excited about tonight. We have got Alex Lavasser joining us. He is a 24 uncommitted. He's out of the state of Washington, and we're going to have a great conversation tonight. Hey, Alex, are you out there? Yep, I'm here. Hey, man, so glad you're with us. I can't wait to get going. Hey, why don't you introduce yourself? Maybe tell us what high school you went to, any travel teams you're playing with, maybe what your GPA is, and kind of how did you get into playing baseball? Yeah, so I uh, started off I, uh, my freshman and sophomore year. I went to uh, Kennedy Catholic, um, and then I transferred to Mountaineer, so that's where I go right now. Um, and I'm sitting about 3.3 to 3.4 GPA. Um, still trying to get it up there, but then I'm playing for uh, Reality Sports this summer. And so, um, yeah, we'll have a good summer there. And then, yeah, I started playing baseball when I was just probably three or four and played t-ball. And, you know, I really started finding my love for it when I was about nine or ten, getting my older years of Little League. And, um, you know, I just think going out and competing every day, that's what I really fell in love with. So, Yeah. Heck yeah, Alex, man. It is so fun. I think about it too, man. I've got a son who played baseball, of course. And I think about when uh-huh. he was nine, 10 years old playing little league. I mean, that is, honestly, that's a lot of fun. That's a great oh, yeah. time. And I can see why you would fall in love with it about the time you're nine or 10 years old. Yeah. Hey, so uh, one of the things you mentioned were, was that you transferred high schools. What kind of led to that decision? Yeah. I mean, after my sophomore year, I just kind of realized I wasn't really happy with um, going to school every day. To be honest, I just didn't I didn't really feel like that was the best fit for me. And I, I had a lot of my uh, buddies that, that go to my school now. And so I kind of realized that that would be the better fit for me, you know, academically and athletically. So that, that that's where that led from. Makes sense. It's important. I mean, you really do yeah. need to find a nice comfort. You're only going to have, you know, you only have three, four years of high school. You might as well enjoy it. Exactly. I felt like there's no point in going when I'm, when I'm miserable every day and didn't like it. So, hundred percent. I can appreciate that. So, reality sports. Have you guys already kicked off your summer season, or are you about to get started? Yeah. So we've uh, we've played in I think three tournaments so far. We actually. Uh, won a championship last night so that's our first of the year hey man congratulations what a fast start too i mean we're only a couple of weeks into june that's awesome yeah uh uh-huh it's good (laughs) so uh alex let me let me ask you what positions do you play and really what are your strengths and maybe a couple things you're working on yeah so i uh i usually play shortstop or uh third base and um i usually play shortstop but trickle in every once in a while at third and uh like one of my strengths i'd say is probably i think i hit the ball to all sides of the field with um with a lot of power and then i also have i'd say pretty good contact um abilities to you know get on base and then definitely something i'm working on is um i guess i'm always working on it but getting mentally stronger and being able to you know flush mistakes and move on you know what? I think that's something everybody works on, pros uh-huh. in, included, and just regular people, me as well. I mean, it's so amazing how much yeah. power your mind has over your body. And, and to exactly. be no question about it, you think about baseball, especially baseball. I mean, guys that are, 
you know, are successful, only three out of 10 times are considered Hall of Famers. So what do you do those other seven times? I mean, if you exactly. can control, right, if you can control your mind, it's absolutely going to help you to be successful. So that's a great thing to be working on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, that's going to be kind of interesting. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here, something I usually don't do, a little bit different in order. We have got Danielle Martin is going to be joining us this Friday. Danielle, mm-hmm. Danielle is a mindset coach. She is, um, she's a mental coach, a performance coach. She works with travel baseball teams, high school teams, college teams, individual players. She played softball at UCLA in the mid-90s. She's got just a phenomenal career story. And the things that she's been able to do, a a lot of people kind of look over the mental aspect, and she has really kind of grabbed that market and has taken off. I would tell you, Alex or anyone else that is listening, people that are going to listen later on the podcast, please tune in Friday night. Uh, Danielle Martin's going to be joining us and she is phenomenal. And I think what a great lead in from you, Alex. I appreciate that. I didn't know you were going to talk about the the mind piece, but that is what she specializes in. And she helps guys just like you to really get themselves mentally ready so that they can be successful. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, just kind of going along with that, like a lot of people just, a lot of people focus on the physical game and, you know, that's great and all, but if you, like you said, three out of 10 times, you're not going to, you're only going to succeed three out of 10 times. So, I mean, I think a lot of people could use help with uh, the other times where they're failing. I think you're hundred percent right. Thank you. Hey, let me ask you something. You, all right. So you started playing when you're three, four years old, play T-ball. Mm-hmm. You're having a great career, fell in love with the game at age nine. How, how or what is it that you do to really keep yourself motivated to just keep getting better. What is it that you're doing to push yourself? Yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of it's um, competition-based. So I see, you know, I see everyone around me that's getting better. And that really encourages me to, you know, I want to be the best. So I think I see other people getting better, and that just makes me want to get better than them. And so I think that really drives me and pushes me. Man, I like that so much. And I can really appreciate that. Some people run from competition. I love Mm -hmm. the fact that you're saying, hey, I see guys that are better than me, and that drives me to just keep getting better. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of that's the kind of thing that you you need on your own team as well. In in many, yeah, in many cases, you don't want to be necessarily the best guy on the team. You know what I mean? You kind of want to be surrounded by phenomenal athletes that are pushing you to keep continue to elevate your game as well. Exactly. Yeah, because I think I I think that rises level of competition when you have a lot of people around each other, and you know they're all doing good. Everyone wants to do better than that. So. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Alex. Very mature. That's a great attitude right there. Hey, everyone that is listening tonight, thank you so much, man. We absolutely appreciate your support. If you did join late, don't worry about it. We record this space, so we'll be able to retweet it out later in its entirety, and you'll be able to hear everything. Uh, Tonight, we're talking with Alex Lavasser. He is out of Washington. He's a 24 uncommitted. He's a shortstop, and uh, he's having a great career so far. So let me ask you something, Alex. And I got to believe there have been, but tell me about any particular memorable moments or achievements that you've had on your field, on the field, and then kind of expand upon that and really tell me what it is that you learned from it. 
Yeah, so I uh, I got the opportunity to play in the uh, Baseball Factory All-American Games. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was down in Arizona. And that, I think I really grew as a player down there seeing um, what other guys around me do that can make me better in a lot of ways. So I think it was just picking up the little things that people do and, you know, how can I take those into my game and make me better? Yeah, absolutely. So that was uh, that was obviously last summer. So you were you were a sophomore, rising junior at that time. Uh, no, that was actually, um, I think that was January. Oh, all right. So that, yeah, gotcha. So that was during the winter break. Exactly. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic! What a great experience all the way around, and I love that. It's always the iron sharpens iron. Exactly. Absolutely. And Baseball Factory has such a great reputation. I mean, they bring together fantastic people. And if you're going to be somewhere in the state of, you know, somewhere in the States, Arizona's a pretty good place to be in January. Oh, yeah. I love Arizona. (laughs) I love that. Hey, when you were introducing yourself, one of the pieces that you walked through was your GPA. How do you balance your academic requirements with baseball? Because obviously baseball takes a lot of your time. Heck, even in your free time, you're going to Arizona. So, I mean, how do you balance those two and make sure that you have got the grades that you've already got? Yeah, so I uh, during the day at school, I, uh, I'm i doing pretty much everything I can to get all my work completed for the day. So I don't – I try not to have as much homework as I can. And so I once I get home, I can do – you know, I can either go lift or go hit and take ground balls so I can um, – I don't really have to worry about the uh, um, schoolwork aspect when I get home. And so I, that's just what I do, and I've always done that. That's smart. Again, very mature, professional approach right there. Hey, yeah. one of the little comments that you just made is it gives you the opportunity to go lift. You spend a good deal of, of your time in the weight room? Yeah, I'd say I spend at least um, during the season not as much, and I'm just more maintaining strength, but – I'm still trying to get in the weight room at least four times a week or so. That's um, a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, and then during the off season, I'm more like five to six, depending on um, what I'm doing. Hey, that's impressive. I always think about this one thing, man, and you're not old enough to remember, but, but I'm sure you've heard about it. And there was the whole steroid era of uh-huh. professional baseball. And the one thing that that really proved out, not the steroids were the, the, the direction to go, but the thing that it proved out was strength overcomes a lot. You got to be strong in baseball. And so I, I love the fact that you're in the weight room four or five times a week and you're working out. Uh, hey, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite lift? Uh, to be honest, I'm a big squat guy. I really like, that's my, uh, that's my biggest lift. So I, I really take pride in that. So, hey, I like it. What's your PR? Uh, I'm like 475, but I usually I rep out 450. That's big time, Alex. There's not yeah. too many shorts. I guarantee there's not too many shortstops across the country that have got a 475 PR. I will guarantee, especially a junior. Guaranteed. Yeah. That's big time right there, man. Claim to fame. So no doubt. Yeah, that hey, well deserved claim to fame. Yeah. The one thing that's amazing is uh, when you get to college, you're going to be competing against men, essentially. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you've got guys now. You got your redshirt year. You got your COVID year. You've got guys that are six years of eligibility. 
you know, you're going to be competing yeah. against guys that are 22, 23. Heck, they, some guys may even be 24 years old. I mean, they are men, and they yeah. have been spending considerable amount of time in the weight room. So what you're doing already is setting yourself up for success. Congratulations, man. 475, that's not a joke. That's big time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, let, me, let me ask you something about um, just, you know, as, as you kind of look back, Who's been maybe a particular coaches or players that have really been influential, maybe in the development of who you are now as a player? Yeah, so I, I mean, definitely my dad, my well, actually my parents, but especially my dad because he, um, you know, he's always throwing to me or taking me to the field to take ground balls. So, you know, he's definitely, um, he's definitely the biggest person who's impacted my baseball life. But then, you know, I couldn't do anything without my mom being supportive person she is and and so loving and then um my hitting coach Todd Takayoshi you know I worked with him in the offseason he he really got my swing feeling good and feeling confident so definitely shout out to him too hey man I love that especially being a dad I mean I can appreciate that you can't do without those dads and it's amazing what the moms do I mean the moms are the backbone so your hitting coach maybe pronounce his name one more time and how did you found how'd you find him yeah, his name's uh, Todd Takayoshi. He's a, uh, um, I think he's the AAA uh, head hitting coordinator for the A's Association. Um, and so, yeah, he's a friend of my dad's. Who's they played together when they were back in high school, and they, um, you know, reached out to see if I could hit with him, and he was really welcoming, and he really helped me out a lot. I guess he did. What a professional approach! I'm sure that he was able to show you as well. For sure, yeah. Oh man, that's big time right there. The more the more high-level people you continue to kind of surround yourself with, the better off you're going to be. So, I mean, that's just huge right there, Alex. Yeah, and he uh, just not – not just hitting-wise, but he definitely mentally got me right with um, my approach and everything like that. And he got me thinking about a lot of different things that, you know, a lot of people probably never thought about until they talk about – talk to him and someone with his, um, his knowledge. Yeah, for sure. Would you mind if I kind of put you on the spot? Maybe give us an example of one of the things that he has talked about that maybe you've never heard before. Yeah, so he uh, – one thing I thought this was really interesting when I first started working with him was um, a lot of guys in the swing, they actually – like they snap their wrists out later, um, like more in front of their body. But we really talked about um, – we call it the whipping, but we we started whipping it right about like where my bell beat would bell would be. And that really, cause that's your fastest. Um, that's in your hands are the fastest right in there. And so that helped me get a lot more exit velocity off my swing. Man, Alex, that's so cool that you're able to uh, kind of, Hey, for anybody, let me just kind of preface this. Anybody that is listening tonight, Alex and I, we've never met, you know, I mean, this kind of, this conversation is just kind of flowing and, uh, there's no retakes. There's no edits. I mean, Alex had no idea I was going to ask him about his hitting coach. And then to hear Alex to be able to kind of verbalize what it is that Alex is not only saying, but asking him to do. I mean, that really, kind of, I mean, that just speaks volumes of you, Alex, that one, you've got the physical ability to, to be able to do the things that you're, you're being taught or trained or asked to do but that you also really kind of, you had that mental ability to, uh, to not only be able to verbalize it, 
but I can tell in the words that you were using that you can visualize it while you're doing it. And that's so that's I mean, I'm sure that you have been seeing incremental improvements in your own game. But I know that Todd's able to see that as well. And it's got to be exciting for Todd just as 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 it is exciting for you. I mean, it's really cool. I mean, that that and I think that this kind of forum where somebody like Alex has the opportunity to kind of come on and talk, it's got to be, I got to tell you, I think that coaches enjoy hearing that. They realize that these are guys, especially somebody like Alex, who is extremely mature, that's able to take care of his own business off the field. They're going to give coaches the opportunity to be successful on the field so they can just really concentrate on winning. But you hear somebody like Alex that is very, very coachable, understands what it is that you're trying to, to coach, and then to be able to put it into, um, into reality. You know, I mean, that just speaks volumes of you. That was really impressive. I, you know, I know you had no idea I was going to ask you about that. And the way you were able to phrase that was really impressive. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Again, everybody that's joining, uh, thank you so much. We absolutely appreciate it. It's a, it's a Twitter space. It's live. We record it. And the thing that's really cool about this is we turn it into a podcast. And this podcast is really kind of blowing up. You know, it's on every major platform that you can imagine from Apple on. You know, I think it's on 20 or 25 different uh, platforms right now. Got a lot of coaches that are listening to it, a lot of coaches that are interested in it. Uh, we, we talk to uncommitted players that are either high school, 23, 24, 25, uncommitted, or we talk to junior college uncommitted Monday through Thursday. And then on Fridays, we kind of do a special feature where we really – what we have is uh, quote-unquote professional people come on. And, uh, and they kind of give their experiences with the game, and it's all directed toward uncommitted. So it's really kind of cool. Um, so Alex, let me ask you, what are your goals kind of going forward? You know, kind of tell me what it is. I mean, reality sports has already kicked off three tournaments. I don't know what the, the rest of the summer holds for you, but specifically, what are you trying to achieve over the summer? And then really a little bit longer term goals. What are you thinking about here over the next two to five years? Yes. I, um, my goal right now is just to have the best, uh, summer ball season I can you know get as many looks as I can going to events because um I'm going down to Omaha here in the next week for a baseball factory event so right now I'm focused more on that and I'm um, doing really good at that and as best I can and then coming back home and finishing off the summer with a few more tournaments and doing good in those and then um long term I would say you know get committed here pretty soon and then um do good at the next level Absolutely, man. I love that. So when we talk about the next level, as I'm sure you're aware, well aware of, to get to the next level, you really need to be recruited. So kind of just give us an overall sense of where are you in the recruiting process? And then also kind of like what's an ideal fit for you? And what I mean by that in, in regards to a college environment, I mean, are you looking for a large state school or maybe a little – small or private school would you prefer to go out of state so just kind of where are you in the recruiting process and if you just had the ideal pick for alex what would that school environment look like for sure yeah um 
definitely. I mean, right now I'm talking to a few coaches um, pretty heavily, and so I think hopefully I'll pick up the offer from them. And then ideally I want a school that's, you know, a smaller school, smaller D1 most likely. Um, and then definitely in, a, in just a college town, I really want that full college experience. Um, where I live, there's not there's not too many local colleges at that level, but the one I definitely think about is uh, Washington State University. I really like them and their program. Hey, that's pretty cool. Let me let me ask you something, and, and and there's probably other Washington State universities, but what is it specific to their program that kind of draws you in? Is it is it because of the the setting that they're in, a, more of a college town atmosphere, or is there something else? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I attended a camp there a couple of years ago, and just really liked the, um, really liked the coaching staff. Talked to them a little bit. Really liked what they had to offer, and then. Um, my older sister goes there, and I've I've been there quite a few times, and really like the uh, the town it's in. It's called Pullman. Uh, it's a really good college town, and it looks I mean it looks really fun and a good place to be. Man, that's so cool, Alex. Man, I got to tell you, you're right here on the doorstep of the rest of your life, and I think you you know you're already starting off with a great summer. I think you're going to have a phenomenal summer, just in the little bit of time that we've had to. Uh, kind of talk and get to know each other. I mean, you're very, very mature. I mean, I, I love your answers. I love the the tone of your voice. I mean, you're very confident in knowing what it is that you're doing and what it is that you want to do. And that kind of stuff's going to stay with you forever. You've already got coaches that are reaching out to you that, you know, whether it's through text, email calls, I mean, you're, you're kind of dipping your toe into recruiting and what it's all about. I, I really think, and then I think about your your hitting coach and the level that you're at. I mean, there's just, you know, I kind of keep harping on that. But i got to tell you, Alex, there's just not a lot of athletes that can truly understand what's being taught to them. There's phenomenal athletes that just have the gift to be able to go out there and do whatever just because they got the God-given ability and then they put the work in. But then it, there's a different type of athlete that can really listen to someone and apply it as well. I tell mm-hmm. you, man, you, you kind of you're right here. I think you and your mom and your dad, you're going to have to have some serious conversations over the summer as to what it is that you really want to do and where it is that you want to go. And that's exciting, man. I mean, it's right here, right in front of you. So congratulations, man. You are absolutely yeah, handling. You're, you're taking care of your business. Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm really excited for what the recruiting process has to offer for me. So. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, anybody that's listening tonight, if you're uncommitted and you're a 23 through 25 or you're a JUCO or anything like that, and you, and you would like to be a part of this forum, please reach out to me. I'm on Twitter. I'm at now underscore D1. Just send me a DM. I will tell you that June is completely booked and uh, we've moved into July, which is fine because I think we're going to do this in July and August as well, and maybe we'll, we'll just kind of continue it into the fall, but we'll be able to work something out. And again, you know, we do turn this into a podcast, and that podcast is now D1 Speaks. So go out there and find that podcast, you know, subscribe to it, and uh, maybe give us a five-star rating if you enjoy what you're hearing. Hey, Alex, let's end it tonight with uh, maybe you kind of looking back And I think one of the things that you said at the beginning that I thought was really cool was, hey, I fell in love with the game when I was nine, 10 years old. Started when I was three, but it was something about that little league, you know, experience 
and I can feel it, you know, a lot of times that's when it really starts hitting is around nine, 10, you start making all-star teams and so forth. And you start realizing I'm pretty good and it's fun. And this is something I may want to do for a long time. So if you had an opportunity to talk to that kind of age group and there was a kid that was like, man, I just really, really want to play baseball. What kind of advice would you give him? I would just, honestly, I would just say, be the hardest worker you can be when you step on the field. I think, um, I think the person who's going to work the hardest is going to always eventually have success and have, um, get the opportunities they've strived to work for. That's so true in life and all kind of aspects, isn't it? I mean, you really, really have got to put the work in and put the effort in and you'll find a lot of success no matter what it is you're doing. I think that's great advice, man. Great advice right there. Yeah. I would just say, I mean, that's kind of my life motto is I'm probably not always going to be the most talented and the best, the best athlete or whatever. But I think if you can have the mentality, you're going to, we're going to step in the place and work harder than anyone there. I think that's pretty powerful. It's very powerful. No doubt about it, Alex. Hey man, I got to tell you, I have really enjoyed tonight. I think that you have got a lot on the ball. I think you got great physical ability. You got great mental ability. I tell you, I think you've got your whole future right here in front of you. I've really, really enjoyed getting to know you. I hope you have enjoyed tonight. Yeah, I have. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for the kind words. I'll tell you, tomorrow night, we've got a 25 uncommitted from Indiana. It's Jamil Philippe. I think he's got a phenomenal story. I think you're going to want to tune back in, kind of hear what it is that he has going on as well. Hey, Alex, again, Thank you very much for tonight, and uh, I wish you nothing but the best of success and fortune coming in the future. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to end it there tonight, guys. Thank you.